radical. Welcome to this week's episode of the Print on Demand cast. Each week, join the gnarly Travis and Josiah as they provide insight into the print on demand industry and equip you with the totally tubular tools, advice, and strategies you need to achieve success and hopefully have a few laughs along the way. Now, on to this week's totally tubular show. Everybody, and welcome back to the Print on Demand cast. A little bit of a different situation for a couple of reasons. One, Travis uh, is going to be leaving in about an hour or maybe less to his house to pack for a particular trip that I'll let him tell you about while I sit here and seethe. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I'm actually going to attend a licensing show in Las Vegas. And the reason Josiah is seething is because he's been wanting to go. If you've listened to the show for a long time, um, that's been kind of on Josiah's list of things that he wants to learn about is look, look at his, look at his seethingness. Um, <laughs> it's been one of the things that he wants to learn about is licensing. And so um, for, it's kind of a silly reason that I'm going it. Um, not really. <laughs> the, the, the shorter long story is that I was going to get a bunch of bonus points if I could, um, uh, go pay cash for a trip in a certain amount of certain like window of time. Um, and I need those points because next year, my wife and I are planning on going to Hawaii for our, um, 25th wedding anniversary. And so it would be like a companion pass on Southwest, which allows her to fly for free. So it's, you know, worth seven, 800 bucks, uh, round trip flight to Hawaii plus wherever else we go next year. And I was like, well, where can I go really cheap? That makes sense. Well, Vegas is super close. It's super cheap flight. And there happened to be this licensing show. So I said, hey, wife of mine, would you like to go to Vegas? And so I bought mine with cash, bought hers with points. And Josiah gets to stay here and seethe. Yeah. So that that's that's <laughs> the that's the story. And I guess he's going <laughs> to stick to it. So, uh, but no, he's going to go do that. So we're recording during the day here. It's almost yeah. three o'clock on a Monday. So you might hear the occasional sounds of uh, tape dispensers going off or the humming of laser machines or hopefully not any breakage happening. Um, <laughs> so just bear with us because this isn't the um, normal time of day that we record. But we wanted to get a new episode out because we already did a rebroadcast. It seems like not even that long ago. So we didn't necessarily feel like we wanted to uh, hit you guys with another rebroadcast episode. Right. So we decided to take some time and uh, and record a brand new episode for all of you. And Travis, there's another reason yeah. that this feels different, right? It's a little different, different thing going on here. That's what different. Uh, what, what? There is something different here. What is happening? Any, any, I think, any thoughts? I think it might be season four. Oh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> Roll the pre, not the pre tape, but hey, we have bumpers here. So go with that. So welcome to season four. As we've said multiple times, it's completely arbitrary. There's no really rhyme or reason to it. It's just we felt like doing it. Travis said, hey, we should make this yeah. season four. Okay, that's fine. So the reason uh, we wanted to do this is we started a new series of shows for you guys because Travis sent out a post on Facebook and said, hey, this is 
Um, you know, time for some improvement. Please give us your honest feedback and feed us back. You did, which is a weird phrasing, but uh, you did give us some feedback, and a lot of it uh, was specifically talking about how we do a lot of stuff that's focused around production, which we try to mm-hmm. pivot from because we understand that a lot of people listening are either a just starting out or b dropshipping and not doing their own production. But it's hard, Travis, because we are yeah in we do our own production, so we're trying to kind of hit a a a, a uh, what's the word I'm looking for? We're trying to be um, happy medium. Yeah, yeah, happy medium. We're intentional. We're trying to be intentional about mm. hitting some stuff that is specifically about dropshipping and just starting out. Yeah. So we're going to be starting a series. Uh, you probably noticed by the title of this particular um, episode 92, we're going to do a series on POD 101. Um, this particular week, we'll, well, we'll get into it in the main event, but uh, we're going to be talking about kind of like, before you do anything, do these things, or at least consider them. Um, and we'll get into more of that a little bit later. But we have another few episodes after this planned talking about things like, um, like where you should sell. Um, yeah. You know, like, and then like, how do you organize your designs? These are things that we've touched on in the past, but if you haven't listened to every single episode we've ever done, um, and you don't, you know, you, you just found us maybe yeah. you know, a month or a couple months ago. Um, these are great, great topics that we know a lot about and um, can talk, can speak to. And so we're going to talk about those over the next few weeks. Um, you know, where you're going to, where you're going to sell, who you're going to sell with, like your fulfillment partner, all of these topics kind of in an FBA, I'm sorry, in uh POD 101 kind of few shows yeah. i don't know three four five shows something like that um and then we'll get on with the rest of you know our interviews and things that we've got planned for the rest sure. of season four yep absolutely and before we get to all of that of course one thing that won't change in season four is there's always still going to be the weekly dad joke time for the weekly dad joke all right travis you brought yeah. this one this week so lay it on us well, I was just telling Josiah before the show that, um, you know, I'm looking at trying to start maybe dieting, get a little healthier. And I've been looking sure. into uh, some food, particular particular foods. And so I was really amazed with grapes. And so I've been telling all kinds of people about the benefits of dried grapes, you know, because it's all about raising awareness. <laughs> And that's this week's weekly dad joke, raisin <laughs> awareness. Love it. And, you know, raisins are one of those things that I don't mind them as much in the trail mix. Now that I've gotten older, I will eat them. I used to pick them out, you know? Really? Just, just, yeah, always. Weak sauce, like, man. Weak sauce. They were gross. But things change. You mature. And um, it is what it is. So uh, with that, we're going to go into a pretty actually interesting, which is why we picked it for this, point of interest. Well, howdy, partner. Welcome to the point of interest part of the POD cast. So grab your hat and hold on tight because we got some learning to do. All right, Travis, this week, the point of interest, there are some updates and the news about a, a service that's called Pirate Ship. So why don't we start with... Um, how explain what pirate ship is for people who may not know exactly what they are, what they do, 
the service that they provide. Sure. We talked about this on a on an episode previously. I believe it was when we had John West on um, as as a point of interest, and he talked about it because he uses Pirate Ship. Um, I know several other of you use Pirate Ship. Pirate Ship is probably the best description is it, it's a competitor to like stamps.com. It's not mm-hmm. necessarily a competitor to what we use here, ShipStation, um, because it it's just functions a little differently. But um, basically, it's online postage, and you can get it. Um, you can get online postage for FedEx, UPS, U- USPS, um, maybe more. I don't know because I don't use it. Um, but it also has a few integrations. It doesn't have near as many integrations as like a ship station mm-hmm. does, but um, sure. it does integrate with Etsy and eBay. Um, and I think like Macari. Um, and so those orders that you would sell on those ch- platforms would roll into pirate ship. So you don't have to like copy and paste the address and all of that. Um, you kind of create your box sizes or your poly yeah. mail bag sizes or whatever. Um, and then, you know, it prints it out there for you to where you can attach it to your, um, your goods and ship them out. And that's kind of what pirate ship is. Um, you can do the same thing with stamps.com, but pirate ship. The, the interesting thing this week is pirate ship just recently sent out an email to their customers um, about some decreased rates. Yes. Which is kind of cool. Yeah. So, and that's, it's huge when you are, uh, you know, in business, whether you're doing production or job, saving money on, on shipping is and you're saving money anywhere is always a win. So mm-hmm. uh, they decreased some of their, the rates and Brian, Shackner, is that correct? Did I say that right that time? Shackner, uh, yep. one of our listeners, brought this to Travis's attention through a Facebook group. So if you were in the Facebook group, you would be privy uh, to this early. <laughs> uh, you would know what was happening and you'd already be like, oh, yeah, I saw that. Printonamancast.com slash Facebook is where you can go to join that group. Mm-hmm. So um, Travis and Brian tested this, the pirate ship versus ship station, stamps.com. Yeah. And the difference was over $1 to ship the same weight and same dimensions to each other. Yeah. Basically, I said, hey, I said, hey, Brian, put my address in your shipping too. You know, I'll put my address in yours. So we're in the same zones, you know, same distance, I guess. And uh, we put the same weights and same dims and his was a buck less. It was over a buck less for priority mail. I was shocked. It was like a three pound eight by six by six or something like that. We just made up the dimensions. Yeah. It was nuts. Yeah. And like you said, when we were talking about that this morning, like that's a substantial amount of money that you are, that you are set to save, you know, mm-hmm. you know, if, if you could make the switch pressure, but you know, again, savings in general is always preferred. Um, yeah. So, and like I was just going to say, I was just going to say a lot of people use Etsy you know, mm-hmm. just to buy Etsy shipping. Yeah. And um, because it integrates with, with Etsy, this is a great, I would highly recommend you look into this because it's free to sign up. It's a, it's a totally free service, but I'll bet you, you would save money going with pirate ship. And, and what, what happens is because there's an integration, it'll go right to pirate ship. As soon as you send it, pirate ship will then send the tracking back to Etsy. So it notifies your customers and it like ticks all the boxes for, for, for Etsy and you don't get into trouble by not supplying something that you're supposed to. Right. Um, so it totally works great. And um, a buck every time you send post uh, priority mail, That's I mean, huge. for us, yeah, that would save us, you know, thousands of dollars over the course of a year. I guarantee it. 
Yeah. And, and like you said, you know, even if you aren't really drop shipping or sending stuff out, even if you, it's a free account, make one. If you need to send something yeah. for a friend's birthday or a holiday or whatever, it accounts free. And clearly it's going to be cheaper postage than you can get anywhere else. Uh, you know, we talked, <laughs> you say open the case with ShipStation uh, to see yeah. if the price match. So we'll keep you guys <laughs> updated. If we find out that ShipStation price matches or stamps rather, uh, we'll definitely, that'll be the next point of interest. But yeah, I mean, why wouldn't yeah. I guess the downside would be the lack of integrations that you might need, depending on what business you're doing or, or what mm -hmm. you're using. But if you can save that money, do it. Yeah. So kudos to pirate ship. Don't know how they figured out how to do it, but yeah, we don't have an affiliate with this or anything. It's just to go to, go to pirateship.com If you're interested, um, we just thought it was such a cool, you know, development um, that Brian brought to our attention that I wanted to, we wanted to pass it along to you guys in case you do need, you know, like Josiah said, just to send a, you know, a father's day gift or something, Yeah, <laughs> you know, save a little bit of money. Yeah. Why not? So again, it's pirateship.com and um, tell them we sent you, even if it asks, just tell them the POD cast and the wonder, and then we can get an affiliate and you guys can help us break ground with pirate ship, but uh, <laughs> avail yourself of that savings. Um, and uh, let us know if you do. Let us know if you open an account and know what you guys think and how it works for you. And we'd be happy to uh, to hear about that again in the Facebook group. So with that, we're going to move on to this week's main event. Was actually the very first bumper we ever recorded and it was in my then office space <laughs> mm -hmm. i remember that <laughs> yeah that's funny so we talked about how we're going to start an arc of episodes and uh kind of going back to the basics boiling it down so pod 101 episode one if you will part one um is talking a little bit more about what do you do before you sell like before you even hop on Redbubble or before you get on a Merch by Amazon account, or we're just trying to take it back to the beginning uh, and kind of think, put ourselves back in those shoes. So mm -hmm. Travis, you know, I think one of the first things, and we've, we've had an episode on this before uh, yeah. that was actually really well received um, by, by the listeners, but talking about what's your why you, you need to establish why you want to get into the POD business is even if it's just, right. I just want to make some extra cash. I heard it could be fun. I'm a designer with some extra time or, you know, whatever that looks like for you, but knowing your motivation going into it definitely helps at least initially shape what the journey will look like and what you'll need to do in order to reach that end goal. But knowing your why as if, as in with most things is always crucially important. Yeah, I, I totally agree. And we, not sure. I'm trying, gonna just try to find which episode that was. Maybe you can uh, yeah. look that up, Josiah. But um, there's a uh, a TED talk by a guy named Simon Sinek that we talked about in the other episode. And if you haven't watched that TED talk, just go to YouTube, do um, Simon Sinek, uh, what's your why, 
and just type that in and I guarantee it'll come up. It's amazing. It'll, first of all, it'll probably make you go down a rabbit hole with a bunch of Simon Sinek videos because <laughs> he's really interesting and is a deep thinker and it, it really can challenge you. But um, the other thing it'll, but that particular video in and of itself is uh, there's a reason we kind of put it first, um, you know, do this before you start selling anything else, figure out what your why is, you know, uh, mission statement, vision statements, you know, those are all, everybody's like, um, you know, everybody talks about those things, but they are pretty important when, when we were asking people about, um, you know, Hey, how can we improve the POD cast? Um, Chris Kretz, uh, posted our little vision statement yeah. right there. And he reminded us of our why for this podcast and, um, shout out to Chris. Thank you for doing that because that, that was really insightful of you. And, um, you know, right on the top of our little website, it's like, we make shows to help you make money. Right. And, um, you know, so he was like, well, if think about that when you're making a show and if it helps us make money, then it's, that's a good episode to make. And if it doesn't don't make that episode, <laughs> it's pretty dang simple, you know? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, but that's kind of, that's part of our why we're, we're making these shows to, to help people to help, you know, we always talk about how this is the show that we wanted um, to have when we were starting out and we couldn't find it. So we decided to just go ahead and make it. Um, that's kind of, that's part of our why, but for you, what is your why? You know, um, is sure. it like what Josiah said, is it to make a few bucks? Is it to replace your income? Is it to, um, you know, make people laugh, um, <laughs> share joy. You know, I mean, there's a yeah. lot of, and, and it can be a multiple, multiple pieces, you know, it doesn't have to just be one thing. Um, but really taking some time to think about that's really important. Wouldn't you say so? Yeah, 100%. And as you're talking, I'm trying to find that episode, but for some reason, I just, it's not popping out. I'm going through our, our archive of shows and just trying to figure out which one that was, Mm -hmm. um so we can point people back to that i can't quite remember where it fell um in in the series of episodes but i I completely agree i think um it helps like we said it definitely helps shape the rest of what you need to do if it's a full-time business then you know if you're wanting to go into full-time business doing this then you know you're going to have to front load you're gonna have to invest a lot of time and you know your time commits you know what's required of you if it's a side gig thing you're just trying to make some extra money and that's basically it for the time being then you know you're what's required of you so establishing your why will definitely you know help set expectations of yourself you can also you know use it to you set expectations with your significant other with your wife your spouse mm-hmm. your husband um and, the, and they know like hey this is why i'm doing this and so you you can help share the vision um and and keep that in front of you as well so that they can also help you figure out uh, or help you how help you figure out how to support you uh, in that vision. So um, finding your why is is massively important. And I see Travis is, is scrolling just like looking. I was. I <laughs> I don't know. I keep going back and like I don't think it was that far back, but you know, I could be wrong. Uh, I just don't know what we called it. <laughs> but yeah, um, But it's it's there. So you know, just go listen to every one of them. And then, <laughs> or uh, if anybody knows, just post in the Facebook group. Yeah, please um, do. Because I, I, I do remember it was uh, very well received, but that's about all I do remember. I don't know what we called it. I don't know if it was the power of gratitude or I think it was that's what's what your thought. why. 
I thought that's what we called it, but you know, um, who knows? We've when you when you name a bunch of <laughs> episodes, we've, we've slept since then a few times. Yes. So yes, um, but yeah, I mean, I think that's that's a good kind of synopsis. Oh, I found it. it. Oh, you it did? Has, yes, it's episode fifty three. Why do people buy from you? And post office holiday rates. So, because I only way I know is I looked in the description and it says Simon Sinek has said people don't buy what you oh. do, they buy why you do it. So um, we explore the question of what is your why? So yes, episode 53 in the archives is where you can go and listen to that full conversation. It's uh, about, you know, about an hour long or so, but um, really good information. Talk more about Simon Sinek in there. And I just yeah. think it's definitely, definitely uh, beneficial. So yeah, the next step, Travis, is legalese stuff stuff you have to do to get your yourself in 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 order on a financial side of it the stuff that most people just absolutely hate to think of and maybe right maybe don't even really understand or think that they should do that but it is beneficial in the long run so um why don't we go into you know talking about dbas and and escorts and you know the the back end side of what it takes to 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 establish your your business before you get going yeah, and we'll just say up front, um, we are not legal or tax advisors. You need to consult your legal uh, or tax <laughs> advisor. Um, don't take our word for it. Find somebody that knows a lot more about this stuff. Uh, I know just enough to be dangerous, and I'm just going to kind of give you my opinion. Um, but discover this or, or research this yourself if if it's something you want to move forward with. But, I mean, the the basic idea is like, what are you? As far as your business goes, um, you can do uh, what's called a uh, sole proprietorship. A lot of t- people will say it's a DBA, which is it's just an acronym for doing business as. So I could have, you know, Travis's pancake shop, you know, where I ride on a bike with a little pancake fryer on and I make pancakes <laughs> for people at the whatever, at the park or whatever. Um, and that's that's Travis Ross doing business as. Travis's pancake shop. So that's DBA, Travis's pancake shop. It's still, I'm a sole proprietor. In other words, I'm taxed. My, my business is taxed like it's me, like it's just extra sure. money um, that I get. So what happens is that uh, any money that my business makes, all of it, any money that's beyond like what I've spent in pancake batter and bike tires and <laughs> spatulas um, uh, is going to basically be taxed as income to me. And I'm going to have to pay the, all of the taxes on that, um, as like, uh, wages. Okay. So like I'm, I'm basically paying the, uh, the self-employment tax, which, right. so if you go to, if you go to your work and you get a paycheck, well, your, your business pays half of that tax and you pay the other half. But in this case, when I'm a DBA, I pay both sides because I am both sides, if that makes mm. sense, yeah. um, for everything that my business makes. So that's the DBA or the sole proprietorship um, option, which I think is fine for everybody to start that. And we'll get into like how to even do that in the next point. But um, the other ops or the other kind of tax entity that you can choose to become, um, and there are certain, you have to usually, Typically, you have to enroll for this at the beginning of the year. You have like 30 yeah. days at the beginning of the year, at least as far as I re- recall. But there are some situations that you can like 
you can get them to change that in the middle of the year. Um, but becoming an S corp is another great way to maximize your tax savings. Um, if you are, um, a business, you know, and you're actually making sales, yeah. you're actually doing some things. Um, the difference with an S corp is that you, an S corp is its own entity and you have to, you have to file the, the business's yeah. taxes. Right. So that's a little bit more money at the end of the year. But, um, because of that, the the business itself can pay you the owner a salary which uh the IRS says needs to be a reasonable salary so if your business <laughs> isn't you know if you're buying a lot of things and and buying a lot of things for your business you have a lot of deductions like your internet your cell phone you you know things that you need to do business for your um if you have a lot of those deductions at the end of the year maybe your business on paper shows that it only made $10,000. Well, mm. you could say reasonably that you only paid yourself $1,000 as, as an employee of the business. Right. So you're only going to pay your, the, the wage tax on that 1,000, the other 9,000 is going to be taxed in the business on the business's tax return. Sure. And it's not wages. It's actually, it's not personal income. It's taxed at a way lower bracket, okay, a, a, a smaller amount. And so on that $9,000, maybe you save 1000 bucks in taxes right. that you would have paid had you brought that 9000 into your own entity, the Travis Ross, my filing of my right. taxes. And I know this is really dry, um, but hopefully I explained it in a way that makes sense. Um, yeah. You know, the bottom line is that um, if you are actually making a decent amount of money, S corps a lot of times will make sense, and and I would highly, highly recommend getting with the CPA and asking him some of these questions. Should I be a sole proprietor? Yeah. Should I be? You know, here's what I made. Here's my books. Here's my expenses. Should I be a sole proprietor or should I be an S corp? Yeah, um, because you can save yourself a lot of money. Yeah, one hundred percent. So the way you can go and kind of go about starting this whole process is going to, you know, whatever state you're in, going to the secretary of state website or calling or whatever mm -hmm. it is that you would need to do, you know, here in Colorado, um, that you, I, when I started my, uh, LLC, my business, um, went there, you know, started, started a new business, fill out all the paperwork and had everything kind of, it, they walked you through the process of, of how to do it from what I remember anyway, of how to do everything. Um, but you know, our secretary of state, you know, kind of looks like, this here and so lots of options i'm sure i'm not you know it's, i'm sure they all might look fairly similar as far as the options as to what you can do you see business trademarks trade names start a new business renew a business that kind of stuff. that's where you're going to be mm -hmm. primarily um when you're going to register and kind of start and open this this business travis what's something that is important to to, to keep in mind when you are doing that you know we talked a little bit about eins why those are important mm -hmm. um an EIN number for those of you that don't know is kind of like a social security number for your business. Right. Um, it's a, it's a distinct number that you will get for your S corp, for your LLC, whatever it is that you, that you open for business purposes, but also it stands for employer identification number. So if the time comes that when you are employing people, if the business is growing and you're deciding to do production yourself, or you have someone come on board to help you with stuff in, in your office, an EIN number is going to be very important when you're wanting mm -hmm. to hire more people. Yeah. It's kind of how the, the government keeps track of which business employs who, you know, based yeah. on those EINs. Uh, but 
but yeah, so when you're, and when you're signing up for, um, you know, people that are going to sell you stuff at a wholesale rate, you know, for us, it's t-shirts, t-shirt suppliers, mug suppliers, you know, our, our different vendors, um, they need that EIN, um, because that shows them. And then they also, we also have a Colorado state tax, um, register registration and it shows that we are a wholesaler and so they can sell to us tax exempt um yeah because we have that document and all of this stuff can be can be got on that uh secretary of state website you can also um before you register you start your business um one of the things you want to do is you want to look up what what they call trade name so for us it's make your mark design so make your mark as you can imagine is pretty widely used pretty wide, yeah. <laughs> um, everybody has heard you know make your mark you know and it sounds it's a good business name um so when i looked that up in colorado there was a make your mark so i added make your mark design and um, there wasn't anything in colorado so i mm. basically claimed that trade name and and registered that as right. a dba underneath my parent s corp corporation right. um and so we, but I got a separate EIN for that and registered that and pay the $10 a year. So nobody else can come in and be make your mark design in Colorado legally. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I just protected myself a little bit with that. Um, so that may be something you, well, definitely I would, I would recommend you look into that um, kind of protecting yourself, the name that you want. Uh, does, I think there are other make your mark designs in the nation, but right to the state it doesn't matter because i'm not operating outside of colorado my physical location so sure um that's at least how i understand it again not an expert by any stretch of the imagination <laughs> with this stuff uh this is just kind of what i've discovered as i've gone along and correct me if i'm wrong just don't embarrass me in the facebook group send me a private message yeah yeah exactly uh <laughs> so yeah that's it's definitely a lot i think you know, it's a lot of the minutia that a lot of people don't like, but also yeah. maybe don't think of. You might think that, you know, oh, I'm just going to open up a March by Amazon account and that's all I need to do. You're not understanding or thinking of the back end work to do up into the point of actually listing a shirt. So mm-hmm. when in Travis and I's discussion, it's like, well, we need, if we're going to go from the beginning, it's got to be even before the idea of a Redbubble on Amazon, which we're going to get into the platforms um, that are available to you to sell on um, in, in future episodes, right? This one, I think, right. was episode one, uh, what to know before you start. So um, yep. episode two will be the next step and three of the next step and all that kind of stuff. So mm-hmm. um, the last thing to kind of talk about is, you know, after out- opening all these things uh, to op- to start a business to make money, where are you going to put that money? Uh, banking is is definitely something to think of. I know I have a separate business account for my LLC that I opened mm-hmm. instead of having it all funneled to my personal account because I would imagine the IRS probably frowns on that. So they'd like to make <laughs> sure that you're uh, like because like Travis said, you you know you you're held to the um, standard of a reasonable wage which of course mm-hmm. can be up to interpretation, but when everything is that you're doing in your bank or in your business is done out of a business bank account, it's just easier to, to track what mm-hmm. you spent money on or the write-offs or, you know, business yeah. expense when it's all just in one place instead of 
siphoning out, you know, the the personal items on on your personal checking account, it's just easier to keep things organized that way as well. Yeah, and you may say, well, well, Travis, I I keep a spreadsheet, you know, and <laughs> and I just whenever I yeah. swipe my personal card or my debit card for my personal bank, I just write it down. Well, I would say that's awesome, and that can work for a season. For, yeah. Um, yeah. but try scaling that, nah, you know, <laughs> yeah, totally. And, and what happens if you forget to write that thing down and you're too busy or whatever, and then you get audited and, you know, and then you have to, then you have to like do that for, uh, yeah, then you have it, to go backwards and retroactively do all of that. Yeah. Um, it's just and, cleaner. And it, yeah. It's, it's way cleaner. I know from, I'm sure we all can speak from experience where you have that idea of like, you know, when I first got a debit card, um, when I first got my own checking account, I was trying to, you know, budget and, and, um, you know, reconcile checkbooks and all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. I, I was the same way. Like, oh, I'll just make a note in my phone or oh, I have a spreadsheet and I'll just do it when I get home. And it, like at the beginning it was easy, but yeah. then it's really super, um, easy to just slip into this, you know, habit of I'll do it later. And you, then you don't, and then, but it, in a business context, when things are scaling and when you're spending a lot of money frequently, especially in, in this line of business, let's say that you do eventually have a production um, space and you're buying blanks and mugs and, Mm -hmm. you know, shipping labels and all this kind of stuff. There's so much that you're spending on a daily basis that trying to be dependent on you entering it into a spreadsheet on top of everything else that you also have to do to keep the business going. um, It'll be very, very messy and you'll find yourself in a spot where you're going to have to, retroactively yeah. go back through your bank account anyway. I, I was, um, I was a youth pastor long, long time ago, used to follow this other big, big youth ministry. And I really thought they did an excellent job and they did and learned a lot from this particular youth minister. And, um, one of the things that I've, I still kind of quote to this day that I learned from him was, um, do now, what you want to do when you're 10,000, you know? So if you have a hundred kids coming, pretend like it's, you have 10,000 kids coming. What would you do? Yeah. How would the check-in system be? How would, yeah. would you have security? Would you have, you know, and like build it like you want it to be yeah. when it has already scaled. So start by building for your future. Yeah. Um, and I've taken that and I've really applied it to our business. Um, and I'm still learning. I'm still applying things that I want to have later down the road. But the whole purpose of this episode is you you really want to, you don't want to just get into this and then a year down the road, your you know, stuff starts actually moving and you're doing a lot better. And you're like, oh man, yeah. now I've got to change my Etsy bank account, which you know, I've heard horror stories about people changing their bank account and boom, their account gets <laughs> flagged and shut down. You know, you don't want to have that, have to deal with that later. Just yeah. start it. Just begin. Because the other thing that it does, it'll light a fire under your butt. Man, I did all of this work, you know, yeah. setting up my sole proprietorship with the secretary of state, getting an EIN. I got a business checking account. I better freaking make this work. Yeah. You're not giving yourself a way out, you know, because sure. you've done all that work you've to kind of start a, it. Yeah, you got a lot of skin in the game time-wise. Exactly. And you're, you're, you're pretty invested. Um, and, the, and I think we've talked about that whole mindset of like, like you're talking about preparing for what you want in, in creating systems, 
right? An organization. Yeah. And when you're creating file organization, think about where you want to be as opposed to where you're just where you are now, because inevitably you're going to outgrow that thing and then have to revisit yeah. it. But if you use some foresight and try and cast some vision about where you want to be, it's easier to create those systems that are um, more scalable with you. So um, that's another thing we're going to touch on in this arc of episodes. I think at this point, Travis, it's four or five, maybe not a trilogy, a trilogy, a saga, maybe. I don't know quite what the terminology <laughs> is when it's more than three. Um, Marvel. Uh, is it so, an epic universe? An epic universe? Of, yes, episodes. I think so. Of episodes. So, uh, Travis, metaverse. <laughs> uh, do you think they'll have print on demand in the metaverse, just like fictional people creating fictional shirts that people pay real money for? Because if that's a thing, we need to get in on it soon. Yes, <laughs> for sure. <laughs> be our first. The only reason I would ever join the metaverse would be to print pretend shirts and make for real money because people are disassociating <laughs> with, the, with their lives. Right. <laughs> so, That's anything hilarious. else though before we we wrap this one up? Um, I don't think so. I think uh, I think we said it all. You know. Um, really think about this stuff before you jump in. And if you're, I guess the one thing I will say is like, if you're already um, down the road and you, you know, on Etsy, you used your social security number instead of going to the secretary of state and getting an EIN, um, you know, it's not too late to fix some sure. of that stuff. You know, you, you can go ahead and just go ahead and do the hard work. You know, if we're talking next week about, organization or you know a couple weeks or whatever and you're like oh my gosh my file system is just garbage or you know i yeah. i've never done i never thought about my SKUs or any of that stuff it's yeah. rip the band-aid off the quicker you can rip the band-aid off the more yeah. beneficial your it'll be for your business in the long run and that includes you know your banking if you're still putting everything into your personal account um Go get a business banking, a business checking account and figure it out. You know, yeah. go get your EIN, go to register with your state, check your trade name, make sure it's all good. Go get a business checking account and then tell Etsy, hey, I got a business checking account. I want to, I want to do this and, and rip the bandaid off now. Cause it'll be better if you do it now than if you do it in a year or longer, <laughs> yeah. God forbid. Yeah, totally. Yeah. I, I would say we hope that this, this arc of episodes, would serve as a motivator instead of a demotivator. So by right. no means do we want to make you feel bad about like, well, you didn't do this first. And so you did it all wrong. There's, you know, this is a very strange saying, and I'm going to follow up. I'm just going to say it because it will follow up and offend more cat lovers, but there's more than one way to skin a cat. And I've never understood why they say that. And maybe next week for the point of interest, I'll find out the etymology of that phrase and why people call it that. But, um, <laughs> But seriously, there's, there's not one correct way necessarily to, to get your foot in the door, but let these things kind of serve as motivators uh, and right. reminders even of things that, you know, I should, I probably should have done that and, and okay, I'm going to go do that now and then, and then fix everything. And it might take me some time, but it'll be better than down the road. Like Travis was saying that delayed uh, confrontation of sorts. <laughs> so yeah. that that's for, for me in, in, in that discussion, like, I just hope that, um, these are motivators and reminders instead of making people feel like they should just quit. Cause it's obviously not the goal and that's not what we want totally. people to think. We're just trying to make sure everyone's ship is is set to sail for success. So um, with that being said, I want to thank you guys for listening again. I can see in Travis's eyes, he's got Vegas on the mind. And so he's just 
ready to get out of here. So I'm going to sh- say my <laughs> spiel and then we'll be done. But uh, thank you guys for listening. We're excited to bring the remainder of these episodes to you in the coming weeks. If you have a question, uh, please, seriously, join the Facebook group. This week's point of interest comes directly from the Facebook group. So mm-hmm. if you're ever thinking like, man, I wish they would talk about this or I found this thing. I hope they talk about it. You got to let us know because odds are you see things that we'll never see. So you can po- post in the Facebook group. You can contribute to the content of the show. And we'll be sure to shout you out just like we did with Brian on this week's point of interest. But again, join the Facebook group. Predatormancast.com slash Facebook is where you need to go. We're also on Instagram, printondemandcast.com slash Instagram and slash YouTube. Those are all of our social media channels at the moment. Printondemandcast.com is a functional website, so you can go there as well. We have a merch store. The easiest way to support the show is merch. Uh, you can buy a shirt. If you like what we're doing, you want to keep the content coming. Um, if you don't know already, Travis and I do this for fun. It's a hobby. It's a passion project. This isn't something that is our, is our full uh, daytime jobs, but um, if you want to support the show, that's an easy way to do it as well. Printundermancast.com slash shop is where you can go to do that. Um, it's, you can also email us if you're not big on social media. Info at printundermancast.com. You can shoot us an email. Let us know what you think. If you have any questions, your favorite dad joke, suggest a dad joke. Uh, all of the communication is definitely welcome and appreciated, including reviews. Uh, Travis, have we had any new reviews since the last couple of episodes where you've specifically I ch- sent? I checked last week. I have not checked uh, recently, but la- as of last week, no. No new okay. reviews. Just okay. Out. Well, we will uh, put out a plea again for uh, more uh, reviews or at least additional <laughs> reviews. Five star, of course. If you're listening on the podcast app uh, with Apple, you can leave um, a little bit of a, a blurb. Let us know what you're thinking. Uh, give us some feedback and the five-star review on uh, Spotify. When you're on the feed itself on Spotify, the printondemandcast.com, or not .com, but printondemandcast feed, uh, there's a little top left corner of the feed there. You can click on it and give us a star rating as well. It is greatly appreciated. And even though we like to pitch it as it just helps you know, our egos, that's only partially true. <laughs> It also helps the algorithm and people that need this information, especially especially this next series of episodes coming up about just getting into the business um, and us revisiting that would be vital and very important for people yeah. that are just starting out their journey. So if you know someone that's considering print on demand, share this, leave a review um, and let people know that this information is out there uh, in a format that is easily digestible and that is entertaining as well, because this is the show again that Travis and I wish we had when we started our print on demand cast journey, not the demand cast journey, just print on demand. Those things are synonymous with me now. So I just repeat them <laughs> all the time. And so I just throw cast at the end of print on demand pretty frequently. So um, with that, we will say goodbye for this week for Travis. I'm Josiah. We'll see you next time right here on the print on demand cast. See ya. Hey babe. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of the print on demand cast. We hope you enjoyed the totally tubular show. If you've got a question or a suggestion for the show, send Travis and Josiah an email at info at print on Want to be wicked. Nice. Take a minute to rate and review the show on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. And don't forget to subscribe now so you don't miss next week's episode. See you next time for sure.